just needed new connections. getting spooky because there's pumpkins everywhere. Actually, it's really just because I listened to the first audiobook that I've listened to in a long time. And it was about ghosts. And we're going to talk about it because I enjoyed it. And I'm going to sing songs about ghosts. And I never saw 13 ghosts. And I never saw a ghost. But I did play with clay. Welcome! to Season 3, Episode 6 of Love, Love, Not. Kick it with the theme song! That's right, it's September and there's pumpkins. Because it's obviously some kind of seasonal change. And I'm Basil, and this is Love, Love, Not. Thanks for being here for episode six, season three. We've got a delightful show. I had to re-record this one a couple of times, and you'll know why once you get to the misadventures of medication. And I was on vacation. Medication and vacation. We've got two... Uh, half cups of the daily and we're gonna do a book regurgitation and then I'll forget that I mentioned Clay until the very end and we've got a pair of songs the first song is a Valerie Water Damage cover of State of Nature Ghosts or State of Riot Ghosts and our final song will be a a water damage cover of Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you for being here. And here we go. The freshest daily demitasse that I can serve you in this moment is that Delta Rune Chapter 2 was finally released three days ago from the time of recording this. I still haven't beaten Undertale, and I kind of lost interest in Delta Rune. Thank you for joining me for the Daily Demi Toss, the freshest cup of coffee this side of wherever you're thinking about referencing from. And now back to your main audio course. I was, yeah, okay. Thank you. Full cup, Demi Toss, seconds.
Well, it looks like the Texas abortion bill is being challenged right now, so I'm looking forward to that getting squashed and thrown out and forgetting this ever happened. Not actually forgetting this ever happened, because fuck y'all. But I look forward to seeing this just be done and over with. It's really obviously unconstitutional, so shut the hell up. Also, apparently, we're filibustering our way to bankruptcy in this country. I don't know. I was watching Rachel Maddow last night, and she refilled my demitasse. So I served it to you. All right, I'm out of here. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thank you, Daily Demitasse. Katherine Arden wrote some books. One of them was Dead Voices, and I only listened to it because the person reading it on the audiobook that I got from the library was the first person that I found that I found palatable because everyone else sounded like a fucking robot. So, 100% spoilers on Katherine Arden's Dead Voices. Ready or not, here we go. So, there's like some teenagers that are going to a mountain that they won a trip to because their dad sold the most solar panels but their mom is dead and lives inside of a watch as a ghost but then the other kid's dad is dead and then the mom and the dad of the two different kids are thinking about hooking up like maybe they're holding hands over pancakes and one of the kids with the dead mom isn't really happy about it but the other one Coco maybe is happy about it and they end up at the mountain and then they find out that the owner of the mountain really likes to kill animals and mount them and there's tons of dead animals and it's kind of creepy but it's kind of just that mountain chic and on the way in, one of them is like, oh my god, I see a ghost, stop the car. Oh wait, no, I didn't say ghost, I said a person, stop the car. And then they skid to a stop, but then there's no person. Was it a ghost? Was it her imagination? I don't know. And then she falls asleep on the trip to the rest of the mountain lodge, and she has a dream of a dead orphan with her eyes frozen open, and she's saying, help me find my bones. And that was the moment when I was listening to it where I was like, man, I know this is for young adults, but that's kind of creepy, and I'm in. You've got me. I'm hooked. I know it's four in the morning and I'm by myself and I'm getting the spookies. So let's do this. And they end up at the lodge and then there's a stranger that comes to the lodge and he's a paranormal investigator researching the orphan ghosts that the mountain lodge was built on top of because there's the dead orphans that are ghosts because the woman... The girl that they saw with the eyes frozen open was locked inside of a closet and she died from fright. Ooh. And then also there's the evil Mrs. Hemlock who forces the girls to go to sleep until they die with their eyes frozen shut because they're sleeping and they're cold because it's a mountain and she's evil or something like that. I don't, I don't really remember. But then it turns out that there was a whole other book before this one that they're going to reference a whole bunch, specifically about scarecrows, but I don't know what book that is. I think it's called Small Spaces. Anyway, it turns out the stranger is actually the smiling man who was an evil ghosty kind of character who feels a little bit like a creepypasta, and he's trying to capture the children because he's upset that they outsmarted him the last time because they used the ghost mom watch to figure out how to not get turned into the scarecrows. Anyway, this time, everybody goes to sleep and it's cold and it's dark because there's a giant mountain storm and all of the electricity has gone out and the fire won't stay lit because it seems like the wood is wet. 
and the the paranormal investigator who's actually the evil guy is like let's walk down the hallway and hold hands and it feels like they're walking down the hallway like an eternity and then they look in the mirror and then they're like who's holding my right hand there's only five of us there's four of us there's five of us there's four of us i'm gonna walk inside the mirror and then he smashes the mirror to kind of trick them into thinking he's a good guy and they're like oh my god thank you you saved us i forgot the ghost in my dream with the eyes frozen open said don't go into closets don't look in mirrors and don't trust the dead voices how did i forget that wait is that relevant or was that not relevant and i mean eventually it turns out that the ghost of the person that she saw on the mountain before they got to the mountain was the dead skier, the high schooler who crashed and died and they never found his body and he was tricked by the smiling man to kind of help get them into the nether realm and then the ghost with the eyes frozen open isn't actually looking for her bones the smiling man just tricked her to think that she's looking for her bones to try and convince the children that she's looking for her bones to try and trick them into wasting their time doing nothing so then they get stuck in the nether realm and he can consume their souls or something like that i don't i don't really catch what so they get stuck there forever i don't know i don't know what the smiling man's like what he gets out of this is i guess it's a big fun game or a joke or something at one point someone plays chess with him in order to get the watch back that he stole from the other girl i don't really remember how that happened but it somehow it happened and then she she won i think at one point she played a queen's gambit and i was like hey roll credits that's not the movie that's something else entirely but um that happened and then she got the watch back and then he tricked them into going into the mirror but then they figured out oh but if there's something on this side of the mirror and on the other side of the mirror then we can use that to like get back so then they smash the thing and they set everything on fire on both this side of the mirror and the other side of the mirror and it goes whoosh and everything catches on fire and then when it heats everybody up so that they actually wake up the adults and then he puts out this fire and puts out that fire and then at some point she gets back through the other side of the mirror and she tricks the smiling man and it was totally epic i think i don't really remember but i do remember that at one point they get trapped the closets are rattling and then at one point they find mrs hemlock and she has a lantern and it made me think of over the garden wall and the gatekeeper and the satan character in the woods i don't know if that was related at all but I did think that when the smiling man smiled and his whole face just became a half wall of teeth, that was kind of spooky. And then at one point, uh, one of them, oh, one of them goes to Miss Hemlock and just takes the place of the awake girl from the closet and she lays down and her eyes freeze over. And at some point, one of the other ones goes into the mirror and, and tricks tricks the smiling man that she's giving up on life and she goes into the mirror to save the other one so that they both come out of the mirror and that's when they use the lantern and that's the reference to the queen's gambit that she did in the chess game that she did in the real life with the mirror and then they come out because they set the whole place on fire both the inside and the outside and then they smash the mirror and then the paranormal investigator guy is gone and then they're all awake and it's daytime and then they leave and they say fuck that place i'm never going back there that was fucking crazy but when they burn it down and they smash the mirror, all of the ghosts disappear and they say, thank you for finally setting us free. And the kids are like, what the fuck is going on? And then they leave. And then I think the mom and the dad hook up. And I think that they have a farmhouse that they call the egg. 
but then they all go to a different mountain and they go snowboarding or skiing, but it's only on the bunny hill, and then I think they had, like, banana pancakes. Thank you for my listening to my rendition of um, Dead Voices by Catherine Arden. I am Basil Zero, and now let's move on to something else, shall we? What a delicious entree that was. Okay, thanks, bye. The Adventures of Almost. On this episode of The Adventures of Almost, I'm on vacation, and I forgot to bring my medication, but then someone was like, just transfer it to the other one. And I was sick also. And so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And then they reminded me many more times. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll call it in. But I called it in to the one that they didn't go to. So then I went two days without both of my medications. But on the third day, I, I picked up my medications. And I, and I took them. And I'm starting to feel better. And I'm on vacation. Thank you for joining me on this adventure into almost back to your regularly scheduled audio meal. Oh yeah, and I got so sick that I couldn't smoke cigarettes, so I quit smoking cigarettes. Which, the last time that happened was November 6th of 2020, when I got an ocular migraine, and I was laid up for three days, and I was so sick that I couldn't smoke cigarettes, and so I quit smoking cigarettes. But then a family memorial led me to smoking cigarettes again, but now I'm gonna quit again. Okay, cool, that's the end of it. Thanks, bye! Side note! Uh, side note. I was supposed to, my notes say I was supposed to mention... Ace of Clay, which is a YouTube channel that my kiddo watches, just because the book Smiling Man felt very creepypasta, and Ace of Clay sculpts a bunch of creepypasta, so, and he has, he has engaging videos, it's entertaining, he is charismatic without being saturated in charm. And that's a compliment. When you're saturated in charm, it's too much. Turn down the saturation. Lower the contrast, friends. Anyway, that, that's my side note. Ace of clay. Okay, bye. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Click. Hello. You have gotten the voicemail of Sandy Garbo. All things Sandy Garbo. Where everything is always almost. And almost everything is always Sandy Garbo. Leave a message after the boop. All right, thank you for uh, making it all the way through the episode. Thank you for being an episode. Season three, episode six, Ghosts. Uh, Thank you to my cup of coffee. Uh, Instant coffee, surprisingly enough. Thank you to Coffee Ice Cream for helping me get through that little stretch of not having cream. That was not, not the best choice I've made, but also not the worst choice I've made. Thank you, dear, for not being in the road as I'm driving. 
thank you to my headlights for working, thank you to my brakes for working, thank you to my phone for working, thank you for my new screen protector not being broken and not having any air bubbles, knock on wood, and thank you voice for projecting, and so I, you know, I brought, I, the side note of Ace of Clay was the callback to not seeing Ghost but playing with Clay. Also, I did ceramics. Also, I'm currently playing with clay. Not at this moment, but kind of at this moment. In my basement, which feels kind of ghosty. Uh, and then Ace of Clay, because the, the callback is that it's kind of creepy pasta-ish. With the smiling man, this next song that Valerie's gonna sing us out with is uh, Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. So thanks for being here. Uh, I'll see you next time. Oh, uh, thank you, Sandy Garbo. Uh, thank you, Valerie Water Damage. Uh, thank you, Daily Demitas. Thank you to the Adventures of Almost. Thank you, you, dear listener, for being you. I wish you luck out there in the world. Life is hard. Take this. Because it's dangerous out there. I hope you do well. I hope you feel well. And if you don't, and when you don't, I hope you're honest about it. Uh, because that is safer. Mm, what was the thing that I said last time? I hope you're doing well. And if you're not, I hope you're at least honest about how you're feeling and you're taking care of yourself and you're doing what you need to do to get through the times that are more difficult. I have been and I remain Basil Zero, and I will not see you next time because this is a podcast, but I will be here for you to hear the next time you play one of my audio clips. All right, sing us out, Valerie. Bye, folks. What a great show. Okay, bye. Thanks, bye. And there's a creepy doll. And there's a creepy doll. And so you get your big bag of money and you buy the haunted house. And there's a creepy doll. And at the end of the story, you'll burn down the house. And there's a creepy doll. And there's a creepy doll. And then you find it all over and it feels like it's chasing you.